0: Hello to you. Welcome to Coin Market Recap. It's October third. I'm Connor Sefton with Coin Market Caps, easy to understand. Look at the top crypto stories today. Breaking news: Kim Kardashian is fined by the SEC for her posts about Ethereum Max and banned from promoting cryptocurrencies. Coinbase and Solana suffered major outages over the weekend. We'll find out why. Reports reveal Alex Mashinsky withdrew $10 million from Celsius weeks before accounts were frozen. A new report suggests crypto and Web3 could decide votes in next month's midterm elections. And Naib Bekele slams critics of his Bitcoin law, telling them to stop drinking the elite's Kool-Aid. Give our show a follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts. And you can get in touch with me on Twitter as well. I'm at Connor Sefton. Coin market recap. Bitcoin is as flat as a pancake to start the week, up 0.05% over 24 hours and trading at $19,200. And according to some analysts, Bitcoiners shouldn't be feeling that confident. Il Capo of Crypto says Bitcoin's chart is near identical to the last bear market four years ago. Back in 2018, Bitcoin crashed after reaching an all-time high of $20,000 and traded around $6,000 for many months. This fuelled optimism that the bear market bottom was in, but Bitcoin then fell by another 50% to lows of $3,200. Fast forward to now and Bitcoin's been stuck around $20,000 for many months and Il Capo's warning that new lows are likely later this year. In other news, the British pound has rallied against the US dollar. Prime Minister Liz Truss has performed a humiliating U-turn and has abandoned plans to cut the highest rate of income tax from 45% to 40%. Our top story today and some breaking news. Kim Kardashian has been fined $1.26 million after promoting Ethereum Max on Instagram. The reality stars reached a settlement with the Securities and Exchange Commission after being charged with unlawfully touting a crypto security. The settlement means Kim K isn't allowed to promote any cryptocurrencies on social media for the next three years. The SEC claims she had failed to disclose that she was paid $250 $50,000 in order to endorse EMAX tokens, which have fallen by more than 99% since last year. Back in 2021, the UK's Financial Conduct Authority, said Kardashian's post, may have been the financial promotion with the single biggest audience reach in history. SEC chairman Gary Gensler says the case should serve as a reminder to other celebrities who endorse cryptocurrencies. It's really important that the public understand if somebody is touting a crypto security token uh, that uh, are they getting paid and how much are they getting paid. And we brought a case a number of years ago, I think four, four years ago, against Floyd uh, Mayweather, against uh, DJ uh, Khalid, uh, Steve Segal, uh, an actor, uh, and others over the years. Gary Gensler there speaking to CNBC. Well, Kim Kardashian's lawyer says she is pleased the matter has now been resolved, and this agreement means she can move forward with her many different business pursuits. But she's still facing a class-action lawsuit over the endorsement of Ethereum Max, alongside boxer Floyd Mayweather and basketball pundit Paul Pierce. Alex Mashinsky withdrew $10 million from Celsius Network weeks before the crypto lender suddenly froze customer accounts. That's according to the Financial Times and questions are being raised over whether he knew Celsius was in trouble at the time of that transaction. Mashinsky's spokesperson told the newspaper that this money was used to pay taxes and that he and his family still have $44 million locked up in Celsius that they're unable to access. The embattled entrepreneur who quit as Celsius CEO last week might be forced to return the money under US law. Meanwhile, objections are being raised after Celsius Network asked for permission to open withdrawals to some customers. The bankrupt crypto lender wants to release $225 million to about 63,000 users who had a specific type of account. In a court filing, US trustee William Harrington argued that the motion to return these funds is premature. He accused Celsius of attempting to impulsively distribute funds to one group of creditors, despite the fact that there's a lack of transparency over how much crypto this company holds. Harrington also warned that allowing these withdrawals now could impact or limit distributions to other customers later on. At least 300,000 customers have a balance of more than $100, and Celsius has a multi-billion dollar black hole in its finances. We haven't heard much from Nayib Bekele about Bitcoin recently. The laser eyes are gone from his Twitter picture and the Bitcoin hashtag isn't in his bio anymore. But if you thought that's because he's gone off cryptocurrencies... You're mistaken. In a new article for Bitcoin Magazine, El Salvador's president defended his country's decision to adopt Bitcoin as legal tender, describing it as the only obvious move. Bukele insisted it's only a matter of time before other countries do the same, and he claimed those pushing his country to abandon Bitcoin are the world's most powerful elites. The president rejected claims that El Salvador's lost 50 million dollars on its Bitcoin investment, as it has no plans to sell. Bukele also attacked mainstream media outlets for publishing nonsense about his policies. Critics were urged to stop drinking the elite's Kool-Aid and take a moment to reflect on why they're against Bitcoin. He finished by declaring that El Salvador is the epicenter of Bitcoin adoption, as well as economic freedom, censorship resistance and wealth that can't be confiscated. It's been a year since Bitcoin became legal tender in the Central American nation and despite his defiant stance, few consumers and businesses in El Salvador are using it. There were two pretty major outages over the weekend. Coinbase users in the US were unable to make deposits or withdrawals from their bank accounts for several hours on Sunday. Crypto purchases could still be made with debit cards and PayPal accounts, and the exchange stressed that user funds were safe. And in a completely unrelated incident, Solana suffered its fourth major outage so far this year. A misconfigured node was blamed for the downtime, which meant the network was unable to process transactions as normal. The disruption lasted for about seven hours and it's yet another blow to the credibility of a network that has been described as an Ethereum killer. Critics have questioned why a single node had the capability to bring Solana's entire network offline. A restart was later performed and although we've asked Solana for a comment, we didn't get one. Last month, Solana co-founder Anatoly Yakovenko admitted that such outages have been the blockchain's curse. The midterm elections in the US are just around the corner and new research suggests Web3 could be a key issue for voters in swing states. Horn Ventures polled likely voters in Nevada, New Hampshire, Ohio and Pennsylvania. Their survey reveals 18% of them currently hold crypto, outnumbering those who are members of a union. Chris Lehane co-authored the report. There is indeed a really, really significant Web3 voter, uh, accounting for almost 20% of the likely voters uh, in these states and in these districts. Uh, And that's just by itself an incredibly important finding. Um, You know, I've long said, and I'll say it again, that I fundamentally believe that you'll see political officials embracing Web3 at a much faster pace the moment they begin putting Web3 questions on their polling. Across these four states, 75% said big tech has too much power over people's lives and 55% said they would be less likely to vote for candidates who try to clamp down on Web3. The report warns that Congress will soon play a crucial role in deciding whether the US remains a global leader in technology and innovation and a number of crypto bills are currently in motion. While those who have a keen interest in Web3 ...slightly democratic, it's being described as a bipartisan issue that affects everyone. During the Miami Grand Prix, Crypto.com's logo was everywhere. But during the Singapore Grand Prix over the weekend, things were very different. The exchange was banned from advertising around the track and around the venue... ...and its logo could only appear on cars and drivers' uniforms... This isn't a bear market issue. Singaporean regulators have been particularly aggressive in clamping down on crypto advertising. And one marketing expert says this is actually pretty common with some countries clamping down on alcohol and tobacco advertising. That's why you see Marlboro branding in some races and not others. According to Bloomberg, a whopping 80% of F1 teams currently have a partnership with at least one crypto company and the sporting body itself has inked a $100 million deal with crypto.com. That's it for today's coin market recap. Please do leave us a review if you've enjoyed today's episode. There's plenty more crypto news and features on our website over at slash Alexandria. I'm Connor Sefton. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back with more news tomorrow. Bye bye for now.